Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the legal podcast that provides easy-to-understand information about estate and business planning to help you, your family, and your business. And now, the jovial gents of jurisprudence, Mike Betts and Spencer Chaffin. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. I'm here, joined, as always, with my esteemed... Good-looking colleague, Mike Betts. Mike, good to see you today. Those are some very kind words, Spencer. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just taken aback after hanging out last night with everyone and realizing that maybe I should shave my head like you, because everyone just complimented. What what they say? Bald is bald is beautiful. Bald is, is beautiful. what they say. Yeah, you know, I, here's a little secret, and it's just it's just really between you and me. Bald's not as beautiful as they say. Your hair is Pierre, gorgeous. Pierre would disagree, right, Pierre? You can't bring Pierre into this. Listen, just I was because trying to get him to talk. Yeah, he, he won't. He won't. But no, you've got a beautiful head of hair, and I think that they were needlessly picking on you yesterday. And just for the record, I stood up for you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're so. very welcome. I've always got your back, Spencer. Thank you. Even if you do have more hairs on the top of your head than I do. Yeah. But I think I might have more hairs on the rest of my body <laughs> than you. So in like total hair count, I think I got you beat. <laughs> hey, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We're, we're all blessed with different traits. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, Spencer. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, I'm, I'm going to turn the mood down a little bit. Um, I want to talk about something today very, very personal um, that, that a lot of people don't think about until the time comes. Uh, and and I, I think what, what we talk about today is going to be very, very informative. Well, it should be. That's what we're here to do is inform people. But I think it's also going to be very, very helpful in the fact of letting people know the importance of taking steps today rather than later. And uh, what, what I'm getting at is planning for your funeral. It sounds super morbid, doesn't it? Like, yeah. hey, let's listen to a great podcast. Okay, y'all should plan for your funeral. It's like, what? Why would I do that? Well, there's some good reasons for it. Is um, when when you pass away, your family's left to take care of all of that. You're not there to communicate with them. You're not there to say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Uh, you know, here's here's some ideas, kind of things. Um, so if you if you have have a plan or have specific wishes, make it easy on your family by writing it out, talking with someone. Preferably write it out because you don't know if that person you talk with about will predecease you or not. Um, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is about two and a half weeks ago, we, we lost my mother. It, it was very unexpected. Uh, and so we had to not only grieve, but we had to plan a funeral. Beyond the picking the casket or being cremated, there's a few things that, that I learned that, that are really important to, to family. Uh, and, and one of those is pictures. You know, we all have our phones these days and we're, we're taking pictures of our food or we're taking pictures of the kids, uh, pictures of our parents, but our 
I learned that we need to be intentional of having pictures of our kids with our parents, their grandkids, uh, because we had a little bit of a scare when we were working on the slideshow for, for my mom's yeah. uh, funeral. My wife and I, we have a two-year-old daughter, and she's the youngest of the grandkids at this time. And we had a hard time finding pictures of my mom with our daughter, Annabelle. Thankfully, my brother got into my mom's phone and went through her text messages and found a plethora of those pictures. Yeah. But we, we learned at that time of how important it is to have those pictures already ready, not for the fact of, oh, hey, we're going to die someday. Let's have these pictures. It was more of a reminder of let's have those memories on hands because how often do you go through your phone and look through pictures? Sometimes It may not be frequently, but every now and then you get kind of caught on a tangent where you just start scrolling through your pictures. Yeah. You know, you're looking at your kids, you're looking at your nephews, um, your family, and you're like, you look up and it's 45 minutes later and you're like, oh, whoa, you know, I kind of got That's caught right. in. Yeah. And, and so it, it's not, what I learned is it's not just about having those ready for a funeral, but it's, it's also to share those memories. Um, so, so me and my wife, we, we decided, we, we agreed with each other that, you know, we need to be more intentional of taking pictures of our kids with their grandparents. You know, we have hundreds of pictures of just our kids. And we've got pictures of our parents, their grandparents, but not a lot together. Yeah. You know, because for the good part, we're, we're in the moment. We're not on our phone a lot when we're all together like that. But we're trying to be more intentional for yeah. our family. And, and you know, it's, 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 it's interesting you say this because I, I experienced this when my, when my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. She was very, again, this is kind of a very somber tone, but, but she, was, she was hilarious and had a lot of idiosyncrasies. And one of her idiosyncrasies was she didn't like being photographed. She uh. just hated it. But when she passed away and, and you're, you're missing someone, you just want to look at them. Right. You know? And, and, and if you're not intentional about things, you, you don't have those memories. And as good as we think our minds are, there's so much that you forget. And, and, and this is, this is a, a sad thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Uh, get weepy-eyed thinking about it, but you almost forget what they look like after a period of time. It's, you really took this down a, a I bad did. path, I did. Spencer, <laughs> but I, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, it, we, we, you say the word intentional and it means so much because people have phones and they take so many pictures and selfies but those are like the meaningless pictures, right? You know, and and then and then and then uh, social media justice warriors like me. I don't know that's not even a thing, <laughs> but like well, I'm against social media and I want to be in the moment. I forget, and we were we were having dinner last night, and I, as 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 Spencer and I usually do, we start trying to show pictures of kids <laughs> of to our people. Kids, yeah. If they come up, it's like, well, let me show you the, the kiddos and. And and while I do have a lot of pictures uh, in 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 my phone, n- nothing. 
It was it was shockingly not that many. And and so it's funny too, is the kids are younger, you take a whole lot, and then and then we just start just ignoring our poor kids as they get older. <laughs> and I just didn't have quite as many pictures of them. And and that's an example just to illustrate how important it is with 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 the whole family and these memories and maybe maybe less less worthless selfies and more intentional pictures capturing a moment because it it does it does matter and I'll say one other thing to kind of build off of what you were saying is as far as the funeral planning goes that's been something and and this is just one thing that Spencer and I will always tell our clients like we'll tell them when we mess up and when we're not doing things as good as we can we'll try to be better when it came to funeral planning that was just kind of an afterthought in in the planning. Yeah. Like I'm focused on the legal documents. Let's get the legal documents done. Get this done. Get this done. Oh, and by the way, we put together something that you can use. Feel free to fill it out at your at your leisure. But I I I I wasn't as involved in the planning when my grandma passed away. I did help my dad. Um, but right. you're just not in the frame of mind to be going through all of that. And and there are good funeral homes and bad funeral homes i'm sure absolutely right correct. and the good but, ones try to walk you through that but you 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 just don't have the faculties to decide and and again while we are here and as morbid as it is maybe planning that piece of the puzzle and as much as i hate to say it Maybe that's almost as important as what we as the superhero attorneys do. <laughs> it's maybe important to sit down and, and, and think about that. And, and just like we always tell clients, do an advanced directive or a, right. or a, or a, a, a living will yeah. or whatever. Right. Where yeah. Folks the, might the hear pull, that. The pull the plug the document. The pull the plug document. Yep. Like we do that so in, 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 a, in, a, in a crisis moment or in a heart-wrenching moment, we don't want our families to have to make that decision. That's to right. Do it for you. Because then are they going to feel guilty that they had to make that decision? No, take it out of their you hands. You got it. So maybe yeah. what we do in that same line of thinking is we plan a little bit. And, and again, you said you suggested on one end it's prepay. But at the very least, maybe we just make our clients fill out that form that form. And, 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 and we, we, we think about it because yeah. I think that would be really, really useful. Wait, did you ever take her to the Mont in Norman, Oklahoma? No, she didn't like stepping foot in Oklahoma. No, I'm just kidding. Fair enough. <laughs> no, because I lived in I lived in Oklahoma City. I you know, I just stayed in my bubble. I didn't really venture out except to go to the OU football games, and even then it was football related, so you weren't going to you know, you were always going to Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. Well, uh, but no, I uh, you know we we just kind of stayed in the Oklahoma City area, and on the border was real close to where I live, so we would do the on the border, and they did a swirl. She'd uh, she'd always get a swirl when we'd go to on the border. They have a famous uh, swirl at the Mont. At the Mont. It's gotten uh, me gotten me into some trouble <laughs> as a younger man, and I'm not embarrassed to say that I love a swirl too, particularly there. Really, and there's like a rumor going around that, and this is probably just complete, just college college fabric college kid fabrication, but the rumor is all of the hard liquors when they were almost out 
they just dump it in the swirl machine. <laughs> so it was it was it was eight or nine points greater than what it ever should have been. And and, and in, in personal experience, one swirl got the job done. Maybe maybe too well, and so so yeah. So it, I don't it, know if others out there have had the same experience at the Mont. We're not bashing the Mont. Oh no, we're, we are happy with the Mont. We're just carrying on that conspiracy theory of why they were so good. No, exactly. <laughs> and 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 again, we're in no way affiliated with the Mont, and none of this is is is. Um, you know, we're not we're not being compensated to say mm. these things about the Mont. But go it, to the Mont. It just happens to be the best patio in all of Oklahoma, in my in my humble opinion. But it's 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 a Norman and and in my view, an OU institution. There you go. And so I might be a little bit skewed. But I will say this. I went to Austin. You know that other town? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful capital of the state of Texas, the great state of Texas. But that's the only thing of note in Austin. Nothing else is important in Austin other than the capital capital. of the great state of Texas. You know what I mean? Isn't there a a university I think there's a junior college down there. Oh, okay. That that JUCO team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and, um, in in fact, it's it's where a lot of, uh, it's where a lot of the, uh, the, Washouts from the Oklahoma program go, go down. Typically yeah. end up, yeah. well, or or if they couldn't make it into the Oklahoma program, they just settle for that JUCO. You got down. it. You got it. Yeah. They, they do the JUCO yeah. and they hope that someday they get called to the big leagues. Yeah. But in in any event, I went to a place that I swear they went to the Mont, and they just copied the Mont. Like I was, I I and I asked them, "Are you guys affiliated with the Mont?" They're like, "We don't know what the Mont is." Yeah. Yeah. It don't, what is what is that saying? Um, replication is the greatest form of flattery, or, yeah. or something to that extent. But you know, as as usual, as usual, just just as as some of the things in Austin might try to replicate like greatness, like say a football team, but it's just <laughs> not quite right. It's kind of the same way with their Mont. Like it was it's good. It was a restaurant. <laughs> But it's not anything that's going to win a championship. Yeah. Does that make sense? I get it. You know, like... Pierre, you follow? He follows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break, so that way you can hear from our sponsors. But we'll be right back with more legal info to help you, your family, and your business right here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief. and I'm almost a teenager. I have a real problem. My daddy and my grandfather love pie. For my daddy, it's apple. For my poppy, it's anything lemon. But they won't bring me any pie. I don't think that's fair. They always go to Judy Pie on Main Street in Grapevine, where Miss Judy and her bakers make 20 different kinds of pies and cinnamon rolls on the weekend. But I don't get any. They tell me I can have pie when I'm a teenager, like pie is only for grown-ups or something. Can someone please call my daddy and my poppy and tell them I need pie? In the meantime, you can go to JudyPie.com, or if you're in Grapevine, Texas, visit Judy Pie on Main Street. And if my daddy or my poppy are there, tell them that Kaya wants a piece of pie. 
This episode of the BC Counselor's Legal Brief is brought to you by Alfredo Robledo Certified Public Accountant, PC. Alfredo has been licensed as a Certified Public Accountant since 1984 and is located in Grapevine, Texas. Alfredo can help with many different tax matters, ranging from filing individual and business tax returns, trust and estate filings, as well as bookkeeping services for your business. You can contact Alfredo at 817-421-0720 or find him at grapevinecpa.com. And we're back, and you're listening to the BC Counselor's Legal Brief, the podcast providing legal info to help you, your family, and your business. Okay, so uh, we okay. got off because so, because Spencer, you you start on. A I started downer. out real dark and gloomy. We had um, to liven it up. Yeah, now bring us back, so, to, like level us up. But I'm but I'm gonna keep it a little bit more alive. So so my mom, I was mentioning she she loved a good party. She loved to host them. She loved to be at them because it's just. It's where the people are and everyone's having a good time. And that's what she wanted for, for her funeral. She didn't want it gloomy. She wanted she wanted a celebration. And so she always loved Mexican food and margaritas in the swirl. So that's that's where we got off on the tangent. And so what we have, we had a big old party after the funeral where there was fajitas, Mexican food, and Margarita machines. We had two margarita machines going. Um, didn't have much left over. And for, for those that wanted to, we also had a bottle of sangria to make a swirl. And that's what what we did in, in honor of my mom. And, and this really, <laughs> I loved it, uh, uh, but this really epitomized like what we had done for her, that, it, that we had really gone and done what my mom would have wanted is a cousin of ours my, my, from my mom's side of the family, uh, came up to me and, you know, was giving his condolences and everything. And he said, Spencer, I, I, I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but if you could rate funeral parties, this would be a five-star funeral party. And I looked and I was like, Tanner, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Like, my mom would have loved hearing that. I said, thank you for saying that. It's not awkward one bit. It's a party. We're here to celebrate. The table... Claw, like the, well, I guess they're called table runners. My sister-in-law would get on to me for calling them wrong. But the table runners were lavender. The napkins were lavender because my mom's purple. Well, I mean, like, so, I mean, we, we did it up for her. And her grandma name was Sprinkles, so we incorporated sprinkles all over the place. And it was just a good time. Everyone was laughing and smiling, even though it was a somber day. Yeah. It was still something that we got to enjoy to celebrate someone. So the reason I say that is, if that's what you want, write it out. Let your family know, hey, look, this is this is what I want. I, I, I don't want the stereotypical movie where everyone's dressed in black, sitting at home, and people drop off a casserole. Now, some people may want that. That's A-okay. But if, if you know what you want, let the family know. Tell them, hey, I don't want anything. Uh, There was actually a a joke that a client was telling me that, I can't remember if it was their family or someone that they knew, that that their dad was in the hospital and the two siblings were were by his bed and they were trying to like figure out funeral stuff. Like, dad, what do you want? Because dad knew that it it was not much longer. 
And his dad pulled off his oxygen mask and looks at him and says, surprise me. I love that. I love love it. Now, I love it because it's stinking funny. On the other end, for the kids, it's like, well, that doesn't help us out at all. And so we're going to have to figure this all out while grieving. And, you know, uh, that's just kind of part of it. That's... I'm not going to say there won't be decisions you that you're you're going to cover everything, but if you can take a big burden off of your family by saying, "Hey, look, here's here's this that I want. Here's you know, I want this. I want that. You know, blah 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 blah." Great, you can check that all off and then take care of the what's left over. So, so that's that's one thing that I really. And you're right, Mike. We probably don't do a great job of stressing the importance of writing it out because it's morbid. Everyone comes in, they're like, hey, look, I'm just doing this in case something happens. Well, something is going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Um, and, and you know, I was, I was actually watching a video on, on Instagram this morning, public speaker. Um, he was talking about he had just been married. He had been married for... 30 days and didn't know in 11 days his wife was going to die. So they've been barely married. And what he followed up with that was he was saying that death is a part of life. And because of that, we need to live our life to our to its fullest, but don't let it control you you know and so he's out sharing his story of like yeah I still got those great days with my wife and so you know if I would have known it's kind of one of those man if I would have known that it was such a short time I would have done this well we're all on borrowed time you know and and we're not I'm looking for that crystal ball of you know looking in the future but we just don't know when it's going to be so we need to plan for today as if tomorrow's our last. So go out and live it. Also kind of a state planning tool is I say, hey, look, you know, you can build in all these what ifs, but let's plan for today. If you died today, how would you want it? Then come back in a few years. And if life's changed, let's update it to meet what your current life structure is. So, so I say that in the fact of we all will die. Death and taxes are the two guarantees in life. So it's okay to think about it of, hey, what, what would I want? You know, I, I've known some people to go out and write their own obituary. Okay, great. Maybe it's because that's just what they want to do or they don't trust the people to write it the way they want it. That's right. And that's okay. Um, so so it's, it's good to just kind of keep that in the back of your mind of like, hey, look, oh, yeah, I would probably want that. We'll write it down. You know, put it somewhere where someone will find it. Um, and, in, so. and in our binder that we give our clients, we, do. Yep. we give you a, a really good space that you can fill up with all of this. Yeah. Now, there's one more thing that I want to add to all of this. And, and you, you've already kind of alluded to it from a photographic aspect of, like you said, you know, we kind of forget what they look like over time. And, you know, that's, that's, that's something I kind of already struggle with is like what my last in-person experience with my mom was was in a hospital and that's not that's not the image I want to keep but that's the one 
and that's okay. You know, I was I was glad I was there, but we want to remember like the vibrant, you know, lively person, and that's where those pictures come in. But but there's something also that that we end up losing as well, and it's what their voice sounded like. Uh, and so the other day, I was you know feeling very sentimental, which I'm a very sentimental kind of guy. That's just who I am. Like I brought breakfast this morning because I was like, hey, we've got guys here. They'll probably haven't eaten because we're meeting at eight o'clock. I'll get them breakfast. So, um, uh, I which, didn't know which, that this was for me. Well, it, I thought you were just putting it out there to hurt, like, to, to, to yeah, to torture oh, me. Torture you. That's yeah. normally what he does yeah. if oh, I go yeah. touch it. But since since the, he's on the on the Pierre record, and I have already had a taco. Okay, so. I'm grabbing the taco. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna eat a taco. Um, so I was I went back and actually listened to old voicemails from my mom. And it got me thinking of, wow, all I have is a voicemail of, hey, bud, call me, or hey, you know, yada, 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 N- nothing important, really, because one, people really don't leave voicemails anymore. Uh, two, when you leave a voicemail, it's like, hey, it's so-and-so, give me a call. So it got me thinking of how good would it be for Mike, you're young, Pierre, you're young, I'm young, of going ahead and maybe recording a message to our loved ones, like, you know, some, some thoughts, like, you know, people always talk about, oh, you know, I wish I would have known now, you know, what I didn't know back then and blah, 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 whatever. Well, this is a great way to pass down that information of if, if I passed away today, my kids are four and two. Well, now's not the time to talk to them about responsibility. You can to an extent, but you know, they're going to, eyes are going to glaze over of, being a gentleman and, you know, and things of that nature. But I could record that and kind of give them my two cents. And not only am I passing down values, but then they get to hear my voice. And it's not a, hey, it's your dad. Give me a call. Nothing urgent. And that's it. Like a 10-second clip. You're like, well, that wasn't, that wasn't long. You know, that. So if there's a movie out there that, and I'm, this is a little newer, so I'm not going to ruin I thought about it, but uh, in Avengers Endgame, the very last one, w- one of the characters, I'm not going to say who, knew that their time was probably going to come to an end. And they actually recorded a message for their family, and I was like, that's it. That's exactly what people should do, including myself, you know. Don't do as I say, do as I, you know, do as I say, not do as I do kind of thing. I need to be better about doing as I say. And so I've thought about recording. And how hard is it with phones these days to just do a little voice memo or and save it? A, just a quick video. Right, just absolutely. Right you know, because then you get the visual and the audio. Um, and so there's something to be said about that because people, people go, oh, man, I wish I could talk to him one more time. Well, you might not be able to talk to him, but you can listen to him. And if they got a message for you, great. That's a good reminder of, oh, yeah, I need to be better about this. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that's something that our family lived by, you know, something to that extent. Um, But it's, you know, it's just helpful because we do miss our, our loved ones. And the only thing that we can keep with them is trinkets, you know, Oh, that got, that's an heirloom that's been passed down from the family from generation to generation. That's important, but it's also a way of staying close to loved ones. 
or hey, that was mom's piece of jewelry. We want to pass that down or want to have that or it's like a little knickknack around the house. Um, but the other ways to keep our loved ones with us is pictures, like you, you alluded to, of being able to continually see them in the audio, the audio, being able to hear them. May not yeah. be able to talk with them. Or, or you could end up creating a conversation, you know, through it. But I think those are just some really big things that we don't think about that will leave a lasting impact for our loved ones when we're gone. That's a good idea. I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to record my mom. And this is a little bit morbid too. But I'm going to record my mom's version of how she and my dad met, which is... I mean, my poor dad. Like, she doesn't give him any credit. That, that poor guy. Like, I, I know he's much cooler than the, the, what she's saying. <laughs> but then my dad, when you hear it from him, he's not that cool. Like, I love my dad. But, man, there was, there was a great deal of luck, I think. <laughs> One, well, that I exist, and two, that he was able to, yeah. to find my mom yeah. and convince her to, right. to spend the rest of her life with him. But, but, but in reality, isn't that, isn't that really with any guy? That's it's a true. lot of luck. It's true. I but, mean, but we won't. That wasn't an admission. That was just an assumption. Yeah. Well, actually, so, so actually just people you know, know, you know it's like, <laughs> like we're always we're always always honest and open yeah. on this podcast in general. And so, yeah, I mean, it's that's a fair point. You know, we want to keep it balanced. But I want to record both of them. Yeah. And and this is where it gets morbid. The first one to pass, I'm going to I'm going to ask the the uh, survivor. Uh, survivor. Talk about how you guys met, and then I'm going to cross examine <laughs> with with a with a friggin with a rebuttal witness. Uh, well, that's a beautiful story, but, but you know what we have? We have my, my my father's account. But Mike, that's gonna be hearsay, unless I, you can find an exception to I the hearsay. There, rule. I think there's a hearsay. There's got to be. There's got to be an exception. No, no, no. Actually, Spencer, why would you quiz me on this? Now I don't do litigation anymore thankfully but but guess what it's always okay if i am offering it to to challenge the credibility that is true of the testifying witness i'm not offering it for the truth, truth of the matter you know what i mean i'm not offering it but i want the truth mike but you know what i'm letting you as the fact finder hear what my my mother had to say because most likely while we are the best around and no one's going to keep us down, Spencer, we're going to kick the bucket statistically yeah. before our, before oh, our yeah. wives. Absolutely. And so my mom is going to give her account, and you'll listen to that, and then you're going to hear a rebuttal witness, and then you make the decision. I'm not saying that you have to take as truth what my father says in the recording. I think, I think it would be admissible. I think that uh, uh, it would be an interesting, an interesting um, thing to see unfold. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I will have to say I'm disappointed in you. Why? why I just that? gave you a softball and you missed it. What? What did I? Do? I said I wanted the truth. 
Oh. And you, and Pierre's over here. I, he saw it in his eye, and then you just swung you and missed, man. Oh, God. I was like a few good men. Even if no one's seen the movie, everyone knows. Okay, everyone here's knows. the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, for those of them listening, I do, I do concede that I missed that, but it was because I needed to build in the, you're the best around. No one's ever going to keep you down. You're the best around. No one's ever going to keep you down. That's from the Karate Kid, son. And while I did miss that, it's because I was so focused on getting the Karate Kid reference in there. And so I feel like I feel like it's a wash. It is a wash. However, we're going to end it on a good note because I think we got to end the podcast. We're going to wax off this podcast. Agreed, my son. <laughs> Agreed, Spencer son. And that brings us to the end of another show. For more information on today's topic or previous show topics, please visit our website at www.bccounselorsatlaw.com. While there, feel free to let us know what future show topics you'd like for us to cover. On behalf of Spencer, this is Mike, and we thank you for listening. And remember, it's always our goal to provide easy-to-understand legal info to help you, your family, and your business here on the BC Counselor's Legal Brief.